Hello everyone and welcome to Overexposed, a BWRM podcast where we delve into the ins and outs of running a real estate photography and videography business. My name is Dave Temple. And my name is Jackie Kirk. Guy is back today with the third installment of the mini-series on the BWRM pillars. So today's pillar that we're looking at is Pathway. Hi, Guy. G'day. Thanks for coming back, Guy, in the middle of school holidays. Um, We appreciate it. Um, So how about we just start with you just give us a quick overview is what is the Pathway pillar all about? The whole idea of the Pathway is that it provides a roadmap for a photographer or a creative sort of to know where they are in space and time in the development of their business. So so rather than just sort of blindly sort of growing your business, it, it gives you really clear check-in points. So that was the idea of the pathways really to know where you are today um, and then sort of put a roadmap as to where you could go basically. I guess also to set yourself with realistic expectations because you could kind of go in guns blazing and if you're not winning in a week, you could feel like a failure. But if you kind of have the pathway to tell you what on average, how long it takes people to get to certain points, it can be either quite reassuring or a bit of a kick in the bum. Yeah, it definitely does that. So, I mean, it it couples two things. So it couples sort of milestones with um, actions to get to those milestones or actions you should take once you've reached certain milestones before you get to the next one. So, um, you know, if, you, if you're sitting there on day one wondering what you should be doing, the pathway and the supporting documentation around that will help you. Um, it, it, it will show you exactly, you know, the steps that you need to be taking, what you do on, on day one, what you do on day five, and then effectively every day for the rest of the year, what you need to be doing to reach a milestone, which we have set as effectively replacing the, or doing better than replacing the average wage in Australia as the, as the first year milestone for the business. So can you give us a couple of examples of the milestones gone? Yeah, so what we did, and, and you'll know this, Dave, because you actually did it, um, we, we gamified um, financial data or, and services data. And what we did is we came up with a point system. So we applied points to videos, points to photos, and points to floor plans. And they're varying amounts depending on, on the service type. And I'm sure you can explain that in a bit better detail in a minute, Dave. But the idea is that when you do a shoot, you'll accumulate a certain amount of points. And those points um, accumulate over a month. And our aim is to get somebody to 350 points over a 12-month period within a month. Um, and the the kind of milestones that you might hit would be your first 100 points, um, your first 200 points, et cetera. And it can really gives you an idea visually um, and because most creatives are visual people, of where you're sitting um, and, and where you should expect to be sitting. So what we've done is we've created two pathways. Uh, we've got the new member pathway, and that feeds then into the BWM pathway. And the new member pathway is quite prescriptive, especially in the first four weeks. And I know last uh, podcast you were talking about the phases of business development. So in phase one, which is your first month really of running the business, it, it tells you, you know, in week one, you'll be attending the induction, you'll be practicing, you'll be connecting with the community, um, 
you'll be setting some goals, you'll be committing to the HBAs, you'll, you'll, you'll be implementing the weekly time picture. So it really goes down and shows you week by week what you should be doing. And, and the idea is so you're doing productive things to building your business. You're not just sitting there rearranging your pencils waiting for the phone to ring. Guy, where did the – what was the original pathway? Well, it's funny. I, I actually think it was with you. We were sitting in your kitchen in the northern beaches of Sydney there and and you were really working out where you wanted to go and we just drew a line on a piece of paper with an endpoint. And we had you had your financial goal there um, and we had on the start of the line another point where we are today and then we just worked backwards from – it's like a little bit of a business plan, I suppose. We worked backwards from that point and just put lines in or milestones that you would have to meet to reach those goals based on what we knew because you were starting again. You'd already built business before. I was already built – I'd already built a business. So from what we knew had to happen, we just sort of worked our way backwards along that line. And that was really – the first pathway that we ever had. And it was actually the basis, that that concept was the basis for the drawing that we have today, um, which is that visual representation. And and I think you, you probably attested this, that that was extremely helpful sitting there on your fridge for a year or two just to really check in and go. Yeah, I think I've got it actually. Am I where I said I was going to be? You know, am I hitting that point? Mm. And I think you exceeded it, didn't you, ultimately? Yeah, eventually. I'd hope so, seeing as it was kind of my first two months of business. But yes, I have exceeded it. But yeah, I think what's interesting is there, it was very clear financial goals for me. And, you know, people can do this for themselves anyways, but it was dollar amounts. We didn't have the gamification and the point system. And I think the joy of that is that you can kind of, it's almost like a handicap with golf, I assume. I'm not a golfer, but it puts everyone on a bit of an even playing field and you can compare yourself and, and you can track your progress against the average and I think that's really helpful. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about this magical 350, right? 350 points is something we set our members as their ultimate goal in their first year. You want to be getting to 350 points within 12 months. Dave, what what on average would make up 350 points? Well, on average, that's very difficult because each of the products are worth a different amount. But um, the way we based the points is is uh, around how much brand exposure it gets you. So if you do a video, people are going to see the video. They're a very obviously a very visual medium. They're they're um, less common than photos and floor plans, so uh, they make more of an impact when people see them. And generally, if you've done a good video, people are going to remember it, and when they get to the end, they're going to see BWRM. And the thought is as well that if someone sees a good video, they're going to ask who did it, which means your brand spread. So, for example, a video gets you 25 points. Floor plans, less interesting, more technical, but the fact that they were drawn by BWRM at the bottom, so there's some kind of brand recognition, get seven points for one of those. And then for every 10 photos you do, um, you get 10 points. So, with it, again, the idea that if you do a really good shoot, hopefully someone in the office where you've shot for that agent is going to say, oh, my God, who did that? And, and your brand grows from there. So 350 points could be, um, you know, 35 shoots in a month with no videos and no floor plans, or it could be a combination, but probably around about 20 shoots a month, um, you know, with the odd floor plan here and there and, uh, and maybe a video or two thrown in. And so when you reach 350 points, we see that as, as the first major milestone. Why is this? So we can't... Uh, Sorry, go on. Do you want to go? Sorry, I thought I was the guest. <laughs> 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 
I thought it was a continuous show. Okay. No, well, no, guy. <laughs> I'll explain the, the idea behind it. So um, the reason we went with 350 is because we calculated using our data that if you've done that amount of work in a month, that approximately equates to uh, the average income or the average wage in Australia. So if you can hit 350 points, which may be, you know, a combination of photos, floor plans and, and videos, then you've got a business that will support you. So that's the most important step on the pathway. There's no point doing this if it's not going to, you know, make you more money or at least make you the same amount of money as if you were doing the average job. So that's where you want to get to straight off and everywhere from there is is up. We also recognised in our data that that was backed up. So people who hit 350 points consistently went on to grow a bigger business or to hang around. And, and we, you know, ultimately we think the reason for that is what Dave just explained is that it becomes a worthwhile pursuit for you. You know, it's, it's not just a hobby. It's not just a drain on your finances. You're actively contributing to your own or your family's income. And I think it also, it's sort of like a tipping point, isn't it? You see people kind of really working very hard to get to those 350 points. But once you get to that stage and once you've got into 350 points, for a few months in a row, that's sort of when you get to that phase in your business that we spoke about last podcast, Dave, where um, you're getting the work starts to come to you. You're not seeking it out. You're starting to get those calls, those referrals, and then your business starts to grow exponentially. It's not kind of the same steady incline. You really start to pick up the pace. And it's quite interesting because we had someone recently who got to 350 quite quickly, and we could see that incline going faster and faster based on the points. And we could kind of predict when this photographer was going to get really, really busy and need a contract. And we were able to warn them about that quite far in advance where they could start looking for a contractor before um, that time hit so that they were ready in time. Yeah, the great thing about it is, um, from my point of view, is it levels the playing field across. It's not about how much money you're making. So if you're in a really expensive area and can charge more for work, um, you still get the same amount of points per, you know, product that you've put out there as someone in a, a less expensive area. So from a new business owner's point of view, you can track yourself against your peers, regardless of what the area looks like. You've got a firm measure of where you want to get to. So you've got a target immediately of where you where you should be getting to. And you know how to do it. And that's that's exactly what you want, I guess. Yeah. And I think what was really beneficial for, for BWRM as a business was to identify this as as the milestone, the key, you know, the key indicator for success. And so then we've just poured everything into it in, in somebody's first year and really just hitting that 350 points. So all of the new member workshops that I know you host, Dave, and the other uh, other workshops that you host, Jackie, you know, they're all focused on helping members hit that 350 or if they're beyond that, you know, continuing to reach their goals. Mm, so that's interesting. Let's have a little look at those workshops because they are part of the pathway. They're entrenched into the pathways. And we have a workshop for new members and we have a workshop for established members. And basically, once you've been hitting 350 points consistently and you've been with BWM for a year, you get transitioned into the established members workshop. So Dave, can you tell us a little bit about your new members workshop and what that sort of feels like and what, what that's like? So the new member workshop is about uh, is all about getting people to the 350 points. So the first thing we do is go through the previous month's numbers to show people where they are and how they're progressing or not. 
Um, and then we go through each person's individual experiences over the month, um, any problems that they may have, any questions that they may have. And because you're in a room with other people in, in your situation, there, there are really no stupid questions. You know, you're, you're in a place where you can ask whatever you want. And someone, obviously, the directors are generally in there as well to help with, uh, with any issues. But yeah, you're, you're in a room where everybody wants to learn the same thing. Everybody's in the same stage of their business. And, uh, and so you all learn from each other. And it's all really fresh too, you know. So somebody in their first 12 months is going to be spending a lot of time marketing, right? And they will have just had the same objection that a new person who started two weeks ago is having today. And if they've maybe been there for eight months, they've worked a way around it that suits them, you know. And you can put manuals in for everything, but you can't overestimate how useful, I suppose, the support from a peer going through exactly the same thing is. It's not just a, a room full of new people trying to learn. You know, it's a curated curated or hosted by Dave, so by, by somebody, and the other directors are in there as well, who really understands what's happening and can provide that overall guidance as well. So, you know, it's huge, hugely valuable, but all connected again to that pathway, you know, so we know where we are. We know what we're doing. We know where we're going and we know the steps to take to get there. And, and that is just like if, if any of us three had that when we started our business, I doubt you would have cried in the car, Jackie, when you'd finished your first day of marketing. <laughs> and if you want to hear more about that, go back to episode one, I believe, of this podcast. That's uh, Dave's, not that one. <laughs> no, don't get it. No. no, don't listen to Dave's. Go listen to my one. Dave's had enough listens. Go to episode Whatever two and pump is. up Jackie's numbers because she's a bit, bit sad about that. <laughs> One of the other benefits, I think, of the uh, of the new member workshop is if you're coming in as someone who's literally just started, you know, a week ago, there will be people in there who maybe started eleven months ago and, are, and have, you know, just about hit the three fifty point. So you can see it's possible. You can see that people have hit that target or are just about to hit it. Their experiences will be will still be fresh. The person who's been here eleven months, their experiences will still be fresh. They'll have answers to questions that they had issues with um, initially, and it also builds a, a network of people. You know, we're, we're all about the the network, and I know we'll cover that in a, a separate podcast. But you know, people help each other, people share experiences, and uh, and so that that grows the community as well. Well, we've had members, you know, catching up outside of, you know, meeting each other in these workshops and then catching up outside to help each other to do behind the scenes shots of each other. They've been sending referrals, all of that sort of thing. Um, so that's been really valuable. And I think the other thing is accountability. And when we spoke to Bob um, about the integrity sales course, that was one of the big differences with the integrity course is that you were tracking your numbers and you were tracking them against other people. And you came to the course and you knew you had to do the work in between because, you know, the following month you were going to be in there looking at your numbers in front of everyone and it was that motivation where we're holding each other accountable in a very nice way, obviously. But it's not like you join BWM, you know, you get a camera and then off you go, you're on your own. We were with you every step of the way and all of the other members are saying, hey, last month you said you were going to visit 10 offices. Did you do that? So it's just that little bit of extra motivation to get out there and do it. Yeah, it's motivation and accountability. I think the the that really helps. I mean, I know that helps me. If I say I'm going to do something and say it in a forum, that's what actually motivates me to go and do it. Mm. And if you've got a bit of a competitive nature, you know, we've had you know two people start at the same time and kind of say, "Oh, I'm going to get to three fifty first. 
you can take what works for you out of it. You don't have to compete with other people, but if that helps you, you can do that. And that, I think, actually goes down to the core of what the pathway is, is that it's customizable to who you are. And that was my next question for you guys, that success looks different to different people. So, you know, we've got this one pathway. Is that something that works for everybody? It might seem like it's a one-size-fits-all approach with with a new member pathway. And realistically, anybody who's joined BWRM wants to have a successful, sustainable business in our industry, right? So first year, definitely sole focus 350 points. Beyond that, anybody can choose how far along the path they want to go. And all of their success is and always should be measured against what their goals are. And I have this conversation in our induction with everybody who comes on that I I don't talk about the best member being the highest invoicing business, right, or the person who shoots the most videos. I don't care because it's irrelevant. Just because my goal might be to have this financial um, or, or, you know, or this invoice total doesn't mean that meets somebody else's goal. Somebody else might come along and really want a really great business, but they also might want a a work-life balance. So that means that realistically on the pathway, they would get to say 500 points. And that's success for them because they're meeting their financial goals. They're still able to do their, meet their family goals or their social goals or whatever those other goals are. And so for me and for us, I suppose, when we measure people's success, we really want to measure that against where they aim to be and how well they're doing or tracking against that that goal. And when we're helping people or, or coaching people, you know, we're putting in steps to help them achieve whatever that goal is. Um, and when they achieve it, you've got to celebrate it, right? So it's not a um, just because it's a linear pathway and it's got it's got points along the way, everybody knows where there's where their goal is. And it's interesting to see so more than anything, most people I reckon have undershot on the pathway. They've said, oh, I want a business of this size, that's all I want. Um, and then they get there and then they go, oh, well, this is easy. And then they just push the goal out just a little bit further and they might hit the next milestone. And I'm watching that happen with a couple of people at the moment, you know, who I've checked in with recently who who were really adamant about the size business that they wanted, got there really quickly. Episode two, it's all about the cash. You know, Neil was really clear on where he wanted to get to, got there really quickly. That was fantastic. In my recent check-in with him after about 12 months or in the business, 18 months in the business, he's now changed his mind. He's, he's ready to push it even beyond that. So he, he sat where he was happy. He'd met those goals and now he's moved his own goalposts. So now I'm working with him, you know, to build capacity within his own business to, to achieve those. Mm. So I guess that takes us nicely then into once you're at your 350 points and you graduate outside of the new members workshop, you're into the established members workshop. And so that's one that I run. And again, you've got all the directors there or most of the directors there, depending on people's calendars. And that's much more focused on reaching those goals and addressing those kind of challenges that face you when you are in a more established business. So you're not really, it's not as it can be sales focused, but it's not as sales focused. It's more about building your capacity, managing your team, growing your team, that sort of thing. So um, in that sort of workshop, we often have guest speakers. We'll have Richard in there. We'll have Bob in there, communication speakers, that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, just trying to make sure that 
even once you've kind of gotten to a business that's busy and ticking along and you're reaching your goals, that you're still having the support and the community to help you either maintain where you are or get to where you want to go next. Yeah, that's right. And look, you know, we've talked about this in the past, I think, that where we, you know, recognise that there's multiple personality types that will be successful in this business, right? Um, we have a really clear approach um, and we recognise that each personality type will take or, or, or push certain aspects further or bring them forward in front of other aspects that are more comfortable for them for their personality type, right? We know when you've hit 350 points, you've worked it out. You know what it is you need to do that you can do as an individual based, you know, with your own, with your personality type, with your own um, maybe fears or whatever they are, but you've, you've worked through it and you've, you've found your way forward, right? So you know how to sell, you know how to bring on clients, you know how to do the shoots, you know what you're doing. Right, you're still you're still new. You're only a year in the business, but you know what you're doing. So the challenges for, from then on, from three fifty points on, really do shift. You know, they're not about generating that new business. You've met that challenge. You've overcome that challenge. You've still got a lot more of that to do. But ultimately, it's the same thing that you've been doing for the last year that you've got to continue to do. So then, yeah, we address what might be a future challenge. You know, what to look for in a contractor or when or whatever. You know, like you said. It might be personal development. It could be all, any number of things. Mm. So I'd like to take a closer look then at this pathway. And um, if you are interested in seeing what this is, please get in touch with us if you haven't seen it. Um, but Guy, can you run us through the pathway for the first 12 months? We know that our first year is really focused on 350. We know that some people will achieve that really quickly. Um some people will take the full 12 months. I know, Dave, on your journey, you were effectively a textbook uh, BWM member. You did all of the things, you followed all of the steps, and you hit 350 points consistently within 12 months. Is that a fair characterization of your journey? Yes, I am exactly average. <laughs> Perfect. Just, just what we need. Um, and look, what we, what we know then, right, from 12 months to 18 months, the three the points go from 350 to 500 points really quickly. So another six months, you almost double your business. Uh, would you say that's fair that you're heading along that pathway as well, Dave? Yeah, I'm already I'm already over 500. So um, it it starts to grow on its own at that point. It, it gets a life of its own. So yeah, and talking about those phases of business development, yeah, you, you, you all of a sudden you've got work starting to come, you're getting referrals, people are seeing you around. A lot of the groundwork that you did in that first 12 months and you continue to do today starts um, paying off. Ultimately, when you get to about the 24-month mark, you've got a decision to make, and that is am I going to go above 750 points? Do I want to hit that next milestone of 1,000 points? Because if I do, I'm probably going to need to bring on some help. And we've got two ways we do that. We either, or there's two ways we can do it, and we can do both, right? We can either train contractors to help us um, or plug into our PA system. Um, and a PA system sounds like a megaphone, but it's not. Um, it's, <laughs> that was a funny joke again for your podcast there, just trying to inject a bit of humor. Um, it, <laughs> Yeah, so you can plug into our PA system, uh, which basically allows you to connect with a business that we work very closely with that provides personal assistance services for members and their businesses. 
um, taking your bookings, monitoring your emails, doing some of the, you know, sending back a floor plan for changes in the middle of the day, maybe waiting for images to come back so they can deliver them to the client if there's been some changes requested or virtual furniture added or whatever. So that's a really great way that you can, for a very uh, small cost and without any real training overhead, you can basically free up a whole lot of your time. Now, that'll be fine if you want to get to, say, a 1,000 points, right? If you want to get to a 1,000 points, that may be all you need to do, but you're going to need some help. And the reason being is that a 1,000 points is an average, but that might mean that's 1,500 points in the middle of spring. And if you don't want to be a crying mess at the end of each week or just completely exhausted or dropping the ball, you will need some help along those lines. The other thing you can do, or you may choose to do this at the same time, is look for a contractor. Um, so you need to start advertising, you need to start interviewing, you need to have time to train and develop them, and you need to do that ahead of when you need that help. Because if you wait until you're at 1,000 or 1,250 or even 1,500 points, it's too late, right? And we've got data um, that shows us people who, who haven't done that, haven't taken that step because they felt like they've had capacity, have ultimately cost themselves business. So their business has been growing beautifully. They're following the pathway. We have the conversation. They've changed. They've decided they didn't want to bring in help. That's fine. They've continued to grow for a little bit. Then they've hit that next milestone and stopped. Business growth has not gone anywhere for 12 months and they've just been running trying to keep up. Um, and that makes it a lot harder at that point to bring in that capacity. So, so we've identified when and where to do that. Um, ultimately, then from that point, you're just bringing in new contractors as you need to. And you, you again, it's a bit like hitting that 350 milestone. Once you've done it once, it's a lot easier to do it a second time. And you've got somebody helping you. So you can start bringing somebody in in a, you know, a quieter time because your contractor can handle most of the jobs and you can then be focused on training the new person, getting through only a couple of jobs a day. Um, and it goes on and, and basically duplicates thereafter. You know, follow the steps that we've done and and you know, we've got businesses up over 4,000 points in the peak times. So I was going to say, before you get to 350 points, generally a single operator, you know, you're, you're trying to get to that, to that target to make it a viable business or make it worthwhile. After that, you start to grow. What does a 4,000 points a month business look like? It's a handful, but you wouldn't have got there quickly. So that's, that's the first thing to know. So if you've got a business of that size, you've had plenty of time to understand what it is you do and how to do it and manage teams and do all of that sort of stuff. But that's really what it is. So you, you move to a phase where you're effectively managing a team and managing your clients and you are, you know, really directing traffic. You know, you've, you've got a PA taking the bookings. Um, you've got, you've probably still got to do your own quality assurance in the morning and deliveries. And I, I would suggest that any business owner in this industry should always do that because it gives you a real insight into how the, how the retouches are going, how your photographers are shooting, um, any ongoing issues that you need to address. It gets you across the quality of the work that's going out or your product that's going out every single day. You know, uh, you know, are we providing, you know, the best possible service to our clients? Yeah, and then you'll just get out and, and meet with your clients, schedule appointments, you know, for feedback, et cetera, you know, if they're monthly or quarterly or whatever, and really just manage and maintain a really great business at that point. So, okay, so then let's look at the other side of it. Um, I'm just looking at phase one. So this would be on the pathway, the first, let's say, 
four to eight weeks, I'd say. I've just signed up with BWM. I'm super excited. I've got my gear. What what does my pathway look like for those first few weeks? So really get into the induction and understand what we do. It's a it's a really important grounding. Now we hold those monthly there at the start of the month. That's great. So realistically, we wouldn't sign you up to start on the second week of the month. We we'd have your start date be the start of the, the next month so you can start with the induction. That gives you the grounding on what a high payoff activity is, how to set your own goals. Um, we'll talk about sales, what our product is, how we sell our product, the language we use, and really give you that grounding. So that's your first week is getting in, making sure all your ducks are in a line, you get your system access, understand where the help centre is, all of those sort of things. You can spend a week on that, that's okay. Get your induction on the Wednesday. By Friday, you're, you should be thinking about taking photos of your own house. And then that's really where we're at next. You know, we're, we're practising. You know, we're, we're learning new skills, we're connecting with the community and realistically practice, 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 practice and just keeping on practising, asking lots of questions because all of a sudden you'll have a lot of questions. And I think we've talked about this in, in a previous podcast, but we talk about uh, the stages of development for an individual, not, not in the business development, being um, you're starting where you subconsciously incompetent. So you don't know what you don't know right? And we aim within that first week in that induction to make you consciously incompetent. So you do know what you don't know, right? And then, so the idea is by the middle of the first week, you've gone from not knowing what you don't know to knowing what you don't know, right? And then it's a matter in that first month of really trying to become consciously competent, which is being able to, learning all the things, but being able to do them. But you obviously are going to have to really think about that, right? And that will continue four months, right? It's just practice, repetition, asking questions, reading more of the documentation, going out and practicing again, right? Coming to those new member workshops, asking more questions. Hey, this happened. What do I do? You know, putting that together with all the other bits that you're piecing together at that point and forming a picture. And realistically, by the time you hit the 12-month mark or those 350 points, you are consciously competent, right? You're almost subconsciously competent. So that's the first 12 months, realistically, getting you consciously competent or operating at a level where you know now what you need to know and you're just practicing those skills. Once you've hit 350 points, you're, you're subconsciously competent. You can just go and do the things, which is what I was talking about before, which is why we switch to a new workshop. We, we get out of that new member workshop and we focus on other challenges. You already know how to do the job. It's just about now overcoming those capacity issues or whatever they are, you know, or just further developing your own your own skills. I think you've shown us what those first few weeks look like. I think one thing that I find quite interesting that's part of the pathway is the weekly time picture because I really like the fact that it's almost like an instruction guide. It's a roadmap of where you need to be, but not just where you need to get to, how to get there with all these different things to help you achieve those things. And one of those things is the ideal weekly time picture for, for new members. Can you tell me a little bit about that? So one of the things that we do um, in the induction is we identify what is a high payoff activity for, for a creative in our industry and a low payoff activity. Right, and higher payoff activity without getting too detailed is something we should be spending eighty percent of our time on, and a low payoff activity is something we should be spending no more than twenty percent of our time on. Right now, our ideal weekly time picture effectively draws those high payoff activities 
for a real estate photographer in a chart and shows you nine o'clock on Monday, do this until 9.30, 9.30, do this until 10.30, 10.30, do this until lunchtime, have some lunch, move on with your life. And it breaks your entire week down like that. Now, we provide this as a tool for members and we call it the ideal weekly time picture because we all know that we very rarely spend the week in, you know, 100% on track exactly where we want to be. But what it shows you is what you shouldn't be doing is if it's not on that list, if it's not in there, they're not, they're not the areas you should be spending your time, right? So I like to say the rearranging of the pencils, right? Making sure everything's in, in line, you know, making sure that my car is immaculately clean on the inside or and on the outside is completely irrelevant if you haven't got any work, right? So these high payoff activities that are in the weekly time picture are there to show you go and do this then go and do this. And obviously, when you start, a lot of that's around practice, right? It's obviously around picking up the phone and making phone calls. Uh, it's about dropping into agencies. It's doing those steps that will move you through those phases of business development that I know all the avid listeners of the podcast are already across from last episode. One of the questions, probably the most common question we get asked when we're talking to people who are interested in joining us is, how long does it take me to make money? So based on this pathway, can you tell us what a business looks like at different stages and how long will it take people to make money? I can't answer that specifically, obviously, because everybody's a little bit different, right? And every area is a little bit different and there'll be mitigating factors. What I can tell you is the fastest uh, person to, to 350 points was five days. The average is 12 months right? And you'll find that that escalates. So you will realistically spend your first few months not making any money. Don't expect to be paying the bills, right? You're just probably not going to. But if you do the steps and if you follow the process, within a few months, you should be bringing a couple of thousand bucks in a a month. You know, you should be getting there, right? And then it will ebb and flow as it does when you're building a business. And realistically, after 12 months, you'll get to a point where you can replace the average income. Now, we have recommended retail pricing, but we don't insist that people do it. You know, you ultimately make your own business decisions. We will just recommend what what we charge. Based on our recommended retail, on average, 350 points is going to look something in the vicinity of $8,500 a month turnover. Now, that might look something different for different businesses, right? So somebody might decide that they, with $8,500 a month, they want to go buy a Ferrari, well, good on them. They'll probably have no money at the end of the year, right, or to, to pay the bills. The average punter is probably looking at around a 50% net margin on that. So at 8500 a month, that's roughly 100000 turnover a year. You could safely say you're sort of in that fifty to $60,000 in your pocket at the end of the year, you know, on average or annualised income. Now, that very quickly escalates, as we know. So we're going to hit, you know, 18 months on, as we said before, you're going to jump very quickly up to to the 500-point mark. Um, And within a couple of years, you're at 750-point mark. And that's sort of 60 jobs a month, right? We're expecting around a bit bit less than 10 videos, 30-odd floor plans, 60 jobs a month, right? So that's sort of the mix you're looking at after about two years in the business. Ultimately, if you sort of get to 2,000, 2,500 points, you're sort of looking at 200 jobs a month. And I think we had three businesses over that mark 
last month. So, or up and around that mark last month and some significantly higher than that. So, absolutely shows you it's possible. That could take you ultimately around the four, sort of five years to get to of really steady work to get to that two and a half thousand points. And, and to put that in context, and without guaranteeing anything to anyone, you know, that's looking like around a million dollars turnover. So it's not a nothing business. It's not a it's not a McDonald's franchise by any stretch of the imagination, but you've got a lot lower overheads, a lot more flexibility, and you're and you're doing a creative creative business. It's pretty good it's pretty good for a flexible creative business. And what is what does my business look like in those three stages, guys? So in the first the first year before I've hit three hundred and fifty points, presumably. I'm working on my own. How how much time am I spending out and about doing things and what am I doing? Yeah, so look, and look, this is probably one of the key determining factors of of people hitting 350 points within that 12 months. What you're doing is spending 40 hours a week on your business. You are spending your time full-time on the business. And I sort of liken it to running a cafe, right? If you opened a cafe as a side hustle, no one would come because you'd never be open. You'd just be open in and around your other job and it would never work. Ultimately, it just wouldn't work. But if you open your cafe and you're there running that full-time, you're front of house, you're behind the till, you're, you know, you're probably even, you know, handing meals out, bringing meals out and even on the coffee machine, you know, that's you in your first 12 months. It's, it's you and you're busting it and you're making it happen. And so would you, would you say that I'm spending 80% of my time building the business and 20% doing doing photography? Is that a fair assumption? Oh, I think, look, ultimately you'll be doing that. Yeah, you, you, yeah. I mean, that'll, that'll switch. So you, you'll spend 100% of time building your business um, and, and, then, and then, yeah, that, that'll switch. And then ultimately you'll hit that 350 points and you're probably 50-50, right? You're probably 50% of your time shooting, 50% of your time marketing, right? And what we know is that as you grow, you will obviously spend less and less of your time marketing or what you'll have to do is be ready when you've got a gap to go and do that marketing. And it's part of the reason why it's really important to go and build the capacity um, when you hit sort of that two-year mark or a bit over that two-year mark is so you've always got time to be doing that marketing and growing your business, if that's what you want to do, of course. Yeah, I think one of the key the key sort of inflection points for me is when you get to that 500 points where you're, you've got more work than you need to keep going and, and the business starts growing on its own. And if at that point you don't plan to get anybody on board, you can suddenly be swamped with work and then you don't have time to grow the business anymore. So what does it look like? What am I doing between that sort of 500 to 1,000 points? What does my business look like? Do I have a PA? Do I have a contractor? How, how does it look? Ideally... After 750 points, but before 1,000 points, you, you're bringing on a PA and a contractor. That's assuming you want to continue to grow the business like before. So what are you doing in a day? You're waking up, you're checking your images, right, that have come back from the retouches. You're checking your videos that have come back from the editors and the floor plans that have come back from the floor plan drawers in the morning. You're checking them. You're making any comments or any changes. You know, maybe you've decided you want to call the kitchen a scullery or something random like that. Um, you send that back, you ultimately wait for that to come back before you deliver it to your client, you hit the deliver button, you hit the invoice button, and you go out and start doing your jobs, right? So I would say, light being what it is, depending on the time of year, you're probably at your first job at around 10 a.m., you know, 9.30, 10 a.m. Um, and then you'll be shooting, and you'll be shooting and meeting appointments all day. Now, depending on your territory, 
will depend on your travel times, will also depend on, so it'll depend on how many jobs you can do and the, depending on the complexity of the jobs will depend on how many jobs you can do. But you'll just move from job to job as they're booked throughout the day. You'll come home, you'll upload all of your RAWs, you'll then probably see your family, have your dinner, and then, again, you probably go out and shoot at twilight. Then you'll come back, you'll upload that, and that'll be the end of your day. Now, in winter, your twilights are at 5.30 anyway, so you may not even come home before, and in summer, they're at 9.30, or well, if they're finishing at 9.30. So you'll, you'll have come home, definitely, you'll have done a bit of family time, and then you'll have headed back out again. Um, and then, you know, in my case, you know, with little kids, they'll be asleep when you get back, and that's fine. Presumably, though, at this point, one of the benefits of, of you know, being a bigger business at this point, because you've got a contractor and a PA, you're not having to find time during the day to, you know, deal with emails and phone calls because that's being dealt with. And if you need a break, if you can't, you know, do a job at a particular time or you can't do a twilight on a particular day, you've got that extra capacity to take the pressure off. Definitely. So you're moving away from it being entirely reliant on you. You kind of go through this phase of not a lot of jobs to 350 points. Then you slowly, quite quickly incline to where you're really busy and you probably run off your feet and you're transitioning into having more support. And then you kind of can, if you want to, slow down a bit more where you're still making more money and doing more jobs, but you actually have a lot more freedom because you have that flexibility of your team. So like my week, for example, I don't work Thursdays. That's the day I'm with my daughter. I have loads of other meetings that are mainly BWM meetings during the week. So I'm not doing as much shooting, but it's still a, I don't know, 1,700-point business and it's still got that huge capacity. So it doesn't, I think 2,000 points doesn't mean that you are not eating, not sleeping, working yourself to the bone. I think that's a big thing that we're all about is sustainability. And we say it again and again and again, but it's growing to a point that your business is sustainable and that you can keep growing and keep it sustainable. Yeah, that's right. And and like ultimately in this business, you could outside of BWM hit 350 points and it'd be unsustainable. Right, we, we've to, we've put systems in place and processes in place to remove a lot of the stuff that, that makes us unsustainable and that we've identified as low path activities. Take for example, video editing. You don't do that. That's a low payoff activity. So you upload it; it gets done while you're asleep. Right. So it, at three hundred and fifty points, you're not editing three videos in the month or whatever the amount of shoots is in the month. Twenty shoots or whatever. I don't know what it is. I can't remember off the top of my head. It is definitely a sustainable business at every step along the way. It's just you'll just focus on doing slightly different things. And that's one of the points we cover um, right at the end of our induction is we have a thing we call the wheel of life and it's got spokes and only one of those spokes is your business, right? And then you've got various other things like family, education, social, et cetera, et cetera, right? And the whole point of a sustainable business or building a sustainable business is not just doing one of those spokes at with the exception or at the at the expense of all others. It's about maintaining balance between all of those spokes as you grow. So you can continue to have a sustainable business spoke because you're not neglecting your family spoke and you're not neglecting your social spoke, et cetera, et cetera. And if any of those spokes get out of line, you know, health and fitness or whatever, you're ultimately not on a sustainable path. So the whole point of the pathway is to keep you on a sustainable path and it is only just focused on this business 
and a business spoke, but it's focused on it in a way that bears in mind that there's all these other spokes that still need to be taken care of. And just, you know, we're not about just working yourself 90 hours a week. You know, it's not about that. It's about maintaining and building a sustainable business. And I think taking it back to what we said at the beginning is that you're on this pathway, but you're not on it alone. You've got those member workshops, you've got the community, you've got our Discord forum, and you've got all these people that as you reach 350 points, they're going to celebrate with you and pump you up. And I think that's just such a big part of it and it's how it all kind of combines together. And I think we'll talk more about the people in our next podcast with you, Guy. But, yeah, it's it's a pathway that is customizable firstly to where you want to be and what success means to you but it's also one where there are people doing it with you every step of the way who are at the same stage as you and then there are people guiding you who have been there all along the way so helping you with every hurdle that you get to okay so I guess listeners that should sum up the pathway um, the third pillar on our pillar series Uh, next time we'll be talking about people which is my favorite one I'm looking forward to that one and we will see you there. In the meantime, thank you, Guy, for joining us and we'll see you next time. Thanks, Jackie. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Corey.